Gaming History 101. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History 101, the Retro Video Games Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Fred Rojas, and joining me today from the little box in the corner, the little purple box, is none other than Mr. Gemelias. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very good, Fred. That joke kind of that comes across as like some sort of thing being rejected at a dance, really. That's right. You're in the little purple box. Yes. <laughs> Nothing but rejection. GameCube. Story of my life. Region locked. <laughs> rejection anyway uh today we are talking about the gamecube it is our top 10 show where uh we've done we haven't done these in a while we used to do them as extra credits but they take a good long time and i think the chatters will have fun with it so we're gonna do it live now and if it totally falls apart well fuck it um (laughs) this came from a listener who was like where did your top 10 shows go and uh as always let's just open this up with contact gaminghistory101.com give us your lists and if we get enough we will do a uh <clears throat> we will do <coughs> excuse me a um <clears throat> a community cast which i really hope we can so anyway mm-hmm. um all right so how are you doing jam i'm doing very good man it's been a good week well yeah yeah it's, it's a, well, be a good week for gaming actually in terms of um because we, we, I know you were you were kind of promoting this not too long ago that you were working on some um, articles about sort of co- well collecting articles ever since you had that interview with um, well that really good interview actually oh, with, with Hades, the collector yeah. yeah with Hades. Um so so I, I've been sort of putting together a few articles myself and hopefully um, I mean I've I've been literally working like crazy trying to get some um, video stuff to work but my camera actually stopped working so I've had to find an alternative way to film video for that sort of thing so that's coming along quite nicely and. Um, Kind of just a little thing. This is just a, this is nothing to do with the actual content I'm creating. But the um, today, Fred, I found of all things in a charity shop a copy of um, Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls Free, or The Elder Scrolls Free Morrowind, whichever way you want to put it. Um, the American version on the Xbox. Is there something I should know about the difference between the American and the European version? No, but then there's not. There's no difference whatsoever. But the only reason it's interesting um, for me, <laughs> at least, is because um, it's a pla- it's, cause, you know, in America you have what's called platinum hits, and I've never actually seen ah. one of these boxes before in the UK. You like uh, that the silver? Yeah, the silver because it's called. They're just called classics over here um, with the Xbox. And the only reason I picked up this game, one, it was really cheap from charity. It's like brand spanking new as well. Um, but I, I can't play it because I don't have a NTSC Xbox. Although I do have a hacked Xbox with where I do the emulation from, which is what you have, Fred. You know the one where you can yeah, play the, the soft uh, modded through. one. So I think you I should play, be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think I play it through there. I do have the game already in Power Territory, but when I brought it several years ago um, from like a marketplace, it didn't come with the map. You know that a lot of those Elder Scrolls games come with. Uh huh. So being the weird kind of anal guy I am, sometimes a collection, you're thinking, oh, the game's just not quite complete. Saw this game today, the the American version. The only reason it's, people might be asking, why did you find an American game in the UK? Well, where I was working today um, with my um, with, with my with my job, uh, I travel around quite a bit at the moment. Um, I was working literally next door, Fred, to an American base, <laughs> an American, <laughs> so an army base basically. So the the shops sort of the, like the charity shops saw 
uh, bric-a-brac stores around here, around that area, um, are quite notorious for the Americans who come over here ditching their old games <laughs> and putting them in these places. Um, they go for nothing because most people obviously can't play them over here. Um, so someone obviously dumped off their copy of Morrowind, which I thought was pretty good. They also had a copy of the Orange Box as well, which I didn't care about. I didn't. I've got the guy. I've got that already, but it's just for people's interest. Um, but so I got it because it did have a map in it, and it's completely pristine condition. Yeah. You know, now, when you say the Orange out. Box, you mean the Orange GameCube, right? No, I wish I'm it was. That, I would pick that up if it was. So I was good to have. I was, I was actually quite happy to be able to take that map out of the American version and put it in the well, PAL version. Not that you'd really want to, but Jam, if you're ever curious, the way you could play it in America, aside yeah. from a converter, is there is a way to soft mod your or in the menus of a, of a, the custom OS, you can change it to support 720p and 480p. And then if you're using an HD, you have to have the component cables out, obviously. Yeah. But if you do that, it forces every game into those resolutions, and therefore you should be okay. But Yeah, I might try that, though. Yeah, I'll hang on to it, see how that goes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, cool, man. Uh, like I said, there's, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of fun stuff. I uh, Actually, real quick, I went to a, a recent uh, or a local um, game store called Game Nut. It's over here in Lawrence. And... Um, uh, and it, it it is notorious for having some very rare stuff because the University of Kansas mm. is right there. So college campuses will thrive. Nerds and nerds will always nerd college kids will always need money, so they'll sell stuff. You can find cool stuff. And I thought of Psy One because they have two <laughs> Neo Geo CDs, each oh, one fantastic. for two hundred bucks. One Japanese one, one American one. Mm -hmm. So Psy One, if you're really you both of them. Yeah, if you're really <laughs> interested, talk to me and we can work out some PayPal maneuvers and I can get that and send it your way. I don't think the shipping will be as much as the other websites, but uh Psy um, One will buy both. He'll be like, yeah, shipping yeah, will both. be difficult. <laughs> and there they do have a handful of games, but I will tell you they were charging, I think, fifty bucks a piece for them. And yes, they were all fighting games. I don't know what Neo Geo C D games cost though, so Name it anyway. Surprise. <laughs> they did. They had Metal Slug X, oh, yeah. which is the definitive version of 2 yeah. for people who don't know or appreciate Metal Slug. But anyway. All right. Well, if you don't mind, let's jump into the GameCube. We're going to be talking about some stuff on the back end of the show, but we'll open up the first half. Unless, of course, this debate goes long, which I don't know if it will for the GameCube. We'll see. I think there'll be a few cross-ups here. <laughs> We're going to fight over some stuff, though. Oh, yeah. Um, there is also some <laughs> notorious gaps I have in the GameCube library, perhaps you as well, which I yeah. just haven't played some of the more standout GameCube games. Um, so sorry about that. Uh, but uh, anyway... With that in mind, um, we will jump into it real quick. The GameCube released in 2000, 2001? Hold on. It's 2001, I think. Yeah. I uh, Maybe it was the year of the Xbox, because I skipped the PS2, mm -hmm. and then Xbox was late 2001, and, 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 and. You'd think I'd look this up, but I had Yeah. <laughs> This is live, right, live radio for you people. September 2001 in Japan, yeah. November in 2001. Oh, I got it wrong. It's 2002 in Europe. 2002 in Europe <laughs> and Australia. Yeah. So uh, moved 21.74 million units, which is more than I thought. Only 4 million in Japan, 4.7 million in Europe, basically, mm -hmm. uh, and Australia. And then in America, almost oh. 13 million. Yeah. So ran an IBM. Easy, yeah. Ran an IBM PowerPC Gecko. At 486 megahertz, so it was a 486. Mm -hmm. um, 
it did support it was one of the first ones to support SCART, S video, composite, and component. So you could play mm-hmm. in progressive mode for a lot of these games, which was kind of cool at the time. Um graphics processor was 162 megahertz ATI flipper. It's pretty down to earth. Only supported stereo, which is significant because it was the only console that only supported stereo. Mm-hmm. Memory cards were the way it did. It had four ports on the front, much like the N64. First console for Nintendo to use discs. That's kind of yes, important. Yeah, CD discs. But even, and they, were, they, were, they still wanted to be different, though, with their little mini ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, um, Sidewind's so asking if it's boxed. No, it's not. But they did have a, a, another Neo Geo CD that was Japanese that was 400. That one might have been boxed. They did not have it out on display. So if it is, I mean, if you're looking to spend 400 Anyway, um, so yeah, and of course, but Nintendo had to be difficult. Had the little disks, which only uh, supported, I think, 1.5 gigabytes of data, um, which meant that most third-party games, of which the GameCube had a lot of third-party. Um, mm. Tiger Claw was talking about this before the show started. Um, and, uh, and, and, and therefore... Um, most games that were single disc on the Xbox or the PlayStation Two had to be double disc on this. So, yeah. The, um, the one question I had for you—you you might know this better than I do—was the. I remember a lot of articles saying at the time that the smaller discs um, helped the GameCube in a sense that it gave it better loading times and stuff. Or maybe is that was there any? I that could right, see or? the logic there. Well, I couldn't, because um, that was obviously just from those magazines I read years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's true. And, of course, I've said this before, and people freak out about it. But yeah. um, there's a lot of um, debate as to whether, you know, what... Uh, here, let me see if I can find something. Um, it was the mini-DVD format. So, yeah, you were capable of... Uh, of um, uh, it w- you were capable of burning them onto mini discs, which were sold, but mm-hmm. uh, Panasonic had that uh, CSS, the content scramble system, which was very hard to break. So most people don't do that. Piracy on the GameCube, pretty scant. So, that was, yeah, another question I had for you as well. What is, is there much emulation for the GameCube at the moment? GameCube I mean, emulation? Oh. Sure. It was known as the Dolphin. Project yeah, Dolphin so that's the one I know about, is a yeah. fantastic... Uh, PS2, GameCube, and Wii emulator, because they're all based off of kind of similar architectures. Mm. Uh, Emulation's actually pretty spot on. Dolphin emulates almost everything in playable form, upscales a lot of that stuff to 1080p. Um, That's uh, some of the interesting stuff of that generation. Um, Mm. Oh, sweet. Um, Is that the, the textures were available, like the technology and the data was in higher resolution. It just wasn't shown that way. Um, because of the graphical capabilities of the console um, mm. and things like that, but it was kept in that format. So a lot of times it was easy to upscale, clean up, and um, and blow them up. Were they in 1080p? Probably not. They were probably in 480p mm. or even 720p or some weird resolution, which is probably the reality of it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, the other thing was uh, one of the one of the like right out of the gate games that people knew were coming for the GameCube, which is the only reason why I purchased it, because I had also bought an Xbox. Something similar to maybe not this generation, but perhaps last generation. I know there were a lot of people who had a Wii and an Xbox 360. That was very similar here, too. There were a lot of people who had either a PlayStation 2 and an, or an Xbox and a GameCube. You got the GameCube mm. for the Nintendo games and you got everything else. This kind of started that trend almost yeah, of having two consoles. It was cheaper. 
The mm-hmm. Xbox retailing for three hundred bucks. The PlayStation Two as well. Um, maybe the Xbox was even four hundred, but I think it was three hundred. GameCube was one hundred and fifty yeah. at the gate. It's yep, cheap. Had a weird controller. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, people, some the people that love it love it though. There's a big fan base for the, the controller. I wasn't it really can on board. Kind of do dual analog. Fortunately, not a lot of games were built that way, so I like mm-hmm. that. Um, and it's one of those games that uh, game systems that. I use to prove to people when people are like, well, what what Nintendo needs to do for the NX, let's say, for example, uh, and this is what they were saying about the Wii U as well. They need to make it more powerful or as powerful as everything that's out right now. So at least as strong as an Xbox One, if not as strong as a PS4 or even more powerful, and then Mm -hmm. release games on it. And what I tell people is, see, the Mm -hmm. GameCube, despite what people are saying, was just as capable, and in fact, in some regards, capable of doing things with visuals that neither, no other console can do. I'm not saying it's stronger than the, it's, well, it's actually definitely stronger than the PS2. Yeah, definitely. But I think (laughs) it's, it's capable of doing some visuals on the Xbox, the Xbox is not capable of, but I will say for the record right now, the in order of strength to weak... The Xbox was the strongest of that generation. It was easily the strongest. It was a fucking computer, basically. It's a PC. I mean, when you <laughs> when you when you install certain things, like if you disable your your disk drive so that you can put in a, an extra hard drive or something in a soft modded Xbox, you realize how much of a PC it is when yeah. you open it up. But then you got the GameCube, then the PS2. Now the GameCube and PS2 are pretty similar, but the GameCube ekes out some better visuals at times. Mm. So it's just something to think about. Um, and uh, and but a lot of people knew right off the bat that Capcom was focusing a lot of its efforts on the GameCube, especially in terms of the Resident Evil series. Uh, it announced the Power Five, the five games that were going to be Capcom uh, based, and one of those was the Resident Evil remake. Another one was, of course, Resident Evil Four. Um, Zero. <laughs> Zero was not yet announced, I don't think. Really? And oh, perhaps wow. Four wasn't either. Not right mm-hmm. when the GameCube came out. I think the ones we knew about was Remake, and then 2 and 3 and Code Veronica, Veronica were also yeah. going to be coming. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so we saw a lot of third party, especially Capcom. Another one of those games was Beautiful Joe, and some of them got canceled. Oh, yeah. um, but, uh, but right out of the gate, I knew I wanted it, and Resident Evil came out in Japan in 20, 2001. I don't think it came out till 2002 in America. Or if it did, it didn't come out for a while. So I actually imported my GameCube in 2001 from Japan mm-hmm. and Japan is region locked and I don't speak Japanese. Anybody who watched me play biohazard knows that. So I imported a GameCube that came with, uh, what was the launch game? Everybody wanted Luigi's uh, mansion. Luigi's mansion. Yeah. <laughs> American copy of Luigi's mansion and a Japanese copy of resident evil or biohazard rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, they were both sealed. And then a GameCube that had a switch on the back of it. It started off as a black switch on mine. They would later become either a metallic flip switch, like a dip switch almost, or a red button. And apparently the region locking was simple was a simple hardware switch. So people would just solder in um, a switch that would let you toggle between them. And you'd basically turn the system on and you would see either English or Japanese. And then you'd turn it off, flip the switch... Um, it would either be up, down, left, right, or with the red button, it was in, out. And then you turn it on, and it would be American. So I had an Im- I was importing games right off the bat. 
So um, I'm not going to put them on those top tens, but I was talking about before the show, the Hudson collections that are out there. I did import some of those, especially the Bonk stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some cool stuff. There's not really enough to justify importing a GameCube, like even with the toggle switch and everything, but it's somewhat cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Much like the N64, there was a large array of colors, controllers, things like that. There are just a ton of colors I know about. Um, uh, Maybe not as much as the N64, but close. And then, of course, there was the crazy Panasonic Q. Do you know about this one? No. Sold in Japan? Oh, yeah, yeah. Panasonic Q sells for about a thousand bucks right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a GameCube with a region free DVD player built into it. And it has (laughs) optical out 5.1 out mm. but it does not add 5.1 to uh your games your games still output it uh pro logic too uh so anyway um so yeah um all in all i was pretty positive on the gamecube mm-hmm. um it did a couple of things that i definitely um notate it for some of some of the most notable things you you'll know it for other than the games before we jump into those is uh the wavebird controller was the first wireless controller i ever trusted did you ever ever waveboard (laughs) we didn't get them over here didn't get it (laughs) nope it's fantastic wireless controller did you ever have one on like the xbox or the playstation 2 like the third party ones yeah, I tried. Um, there was there was one fairly decent one for the Xbox. The original Xbox my friend had like was from Logitech, I believe. Okay. Um, but the PlayStation Two ones were all garbage. I never tried. All never mad cats, all shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the other one is the Game Boy Advance player, which I still yes, have. It supports have Game Boy Advance and Game Boy games. You have it too. Ready? Yep. Yep. The rarest piece, in case you people want to buy it, it's this interesting bottom component that locks in with a port. Make mm-hmm. sure you got the disc, though. Without that Game Boy Player oh, yeah. disc, you're not <laughs> going to be doing much with it. So most of the times you see it, you'll see the player without the disc. So I do like it, though, especially now that I capture Game Boy Advance games for playing, uh, you know, on streams. Mm. Right. It's a it's a great way to play those games in their appropriate. Um, in their appropriate uh, uh, resolution, resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then they have the GameCube games, which were in memory blocks. They were, I don't, what do you call them? Memory they cards. were, yeah, but I, I forgot what it was. It was, was it megabit, megabyte? Megabytes um, they had, yeah. Well, it wasn't megabytes. What we yeah. knew them as was the uh, the 59s. Do you remember those? There were the 251s oh, yeah. and the 59s. Mm-hmm. They either had 59 blocks or 251 blocks. Mm-hmm. And I think those supported a game in each block? Or did the game... Yeah, I think the 59 blocks would be a game per block. But unless it was some of those some of those games like, was it Animal Crossing that took up the whole memory card? So. It did because you could unlock games in it and stuff like that. So, um, But yeah, so had lots of cool games. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I mean, is there anything else you want to say about the GameCube before we get started? I, I I think you kind of nailed it on the head there. I, I liked the um, one thing that stood out, especially on launch, was that you had a choice between the black one or the purple one. And um, oh, yes. I, I was really fond of the purple one <laughs> from launch. I got the purple one because that was the uh, the hacked ones. The the ones coming out really? of Japan yeah. were all purple. Um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing it didn't sell as well as the black, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, actually, looking at the sales numbers, the GameCube didn't sell very well anywhere. It also was supposed to be made for like on the go. It's very small. 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 5.9 inches by 6.3 inches by 4.3 inches. Or for those of you in the metric system, it's 149 millimeters by 160 millimeters by 112 millimeters. Um, And it has a handle on the back. So it's perfect for bringing uh, black dildos, game cubes, and six packs of Natty Light over to somebody's house for a bro date. Uh, if you've not looked up that hilarious YouTube video, feel free to. But uh, but yes. So uh, also interesting is I think in yes all three uh, Japanese launch games are on my list of uh, favorite games. So mm-hmm. some of my favorite games were straight out of that. Um, so yeah, and it could go online, but you had to get that fucking adapter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't bother that. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> I didn't oh, get it. Oh, Fantasy Star Dial-Up? No. I did that on Dreamcast. So. Oh, okay, yeah, I did too. Um, but Fantasy Star Dial-Up on uh, GameCube was great because it would disconnect you mm-hmm. for no reason, and you'd lose three hundred hours of of work. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> anyway. Oh, definitely missed out there. <laughs> All right. Well, for those of you who haven't heard this before, we have no particular criteria. Um, for how we pick our games, uh, except for a handful of things. Uh, what is it? HD remakes, which don't really apply here much. Um, yeah. I Well, actually, I think those are on the table again. I forgot what we don't do. Uh, what is it? Pirated, unlicensed games, games was, released late. GameCube doesn't really have any of those. We, did, we generally don't need collections. On oh, this. collections. Um, on the, That's yeah. right. Um, I have a collection, but I'll let you work with me to decide whether mm-hmm. or not it stays. Um, we also do not make them, they don't have to be exclusive, uh, mm-hmm. but we'll probably give a reason why we like one, one version. Why is it better another. than other versions, basically? What you makes it nec- better on this one? <laughs> yeah. And you don't necessarily have to say why, but you have to give an idea as yeah. to why it stays close in your mind. Um, and Jam and I have no criteria as to how we hack them down. So we each bring 20 <laughs> to the table and we have about an hour to dice it down to 10. And then we put them in order. So, mm-hmm. and chatters, feel free to talk some shit if you wish. Uh, all right, Jim, you want to give your ten first? You want me to give my ten first? I don't know. Uh, I don't mind firing off. I'll go first. So, I'll do okay. my first ten here. So, um, so I, I'm going to just I just go straight down this list here. Um, I think I, I get a feeling that tonight, um, quite a few of our titles might cross over. We might. When you said that. We might. So, Let's get off started with one that I don't think you're into still, Fred, but it's one I definitely highly recommend it to you, which is Super Monkey Ball, the original one. Ah, yes. That's the Super very Monkey. first one. Yes. Um, my second one is a is Bloody Raw Primal Fury, which is a fighting game. I'll get more yeah. into that later. <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't Bloody Raw on PlayStation? PlayStation. Yeah, and PlayStation and PlayStation 2, but this was a, Fury. I believe this one was GameCube, ex- game, uh, game, uh, GameCube exclusive. <laughs> Aha. So we'll get on to more of that later, but uh, sure. number three is Killer7. Aha. Super 51's early work. And now, was that exclusive to GameCube or did we all just play it, it on GameCube? Well, I'm, this is where I guess this is where our sort of debates come in. It did start on GameCube. Is that why um, I played it on there? But it, okay. it did get released on um, PS2 later. So I, I actually oh, have a okay. PS2 version, but I did play it on GameCube first. Yeah, and lots of um, games did that, just so people mm. know. Uh, but I, I was going to get into that. I would sort of debate that later. Number four is definitely a Nintendo one. Is um, Mario Party 4. <laughs> I'll go into that more mm-hmm. later. Oh, I can't dig this one. Um, mm-hmm. 
Number five is the one that I was mentioning earlier, Fred. I don't know if I said it on live or if it was in the pre-show banter, but this one is, it wasn't released in Europe, but I have played it quite sufficiently, which is Pac-Man Versus. Ah, which, yes. But, um, I have the American version. <laughs> well, I'd hope you do. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in America, it did come packed in with, I think it was Pac-World 2, I believe, if you got the, collectors, the collection version. Um, yes. yes. Pac-World 2. But, um, but it was, there was a standalone version you can get as well. Um, it looks like Bloody Roar, uh, a.k.a. Fury. Bloody Roar 3, but Bloody Roar um, Primal Fury or whatever uh, was known as Bloody Roar 3, but did release on PlayStation 2 and Xbox as well. Yeah. Oh, did you get one? Yeah, he doesn't. There was. I didn't, I didn't know that those in the same game though. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I'll take that back. I'll still. That's it. how it's. That's how it's linked in in you to or in in Wikipedia. But who knows what that means? But anyway. So, uh, what do I, yeah, number number six. This is a familiar one to people. Uh, Zelda Wind Waker, of course. <laughs> ah, the Wind Waker. The. Before, probably before I get into it, the main reason I put this on here, just quickly, briefly, is in Europe here we got. Um, Ocarina of Time and Ocarina of Time, the Master Dungeon, included in this release version, which is made one of the main reasons I put it on here. Oh, was it uh, like a pack-in for pre-ordering? No, it was. If you bought the game, pretty much, if you got the first print run of the game, you would get the you would get those two games included. Uh, is it a sec- uh, separate disc like it is here? Yeah, but the, the, so you get three discs with this game. <laughs> so. Right, but is it in its own box? Like ours was in yeah. its own box. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, number seven is Eternal Darkness, um, one of Silicon Knight's rare occasions where they did well. <laughs> um, yeah, but we could debate that. Uh, no, they did. Eight. They did. They did. Don't don't worry. But uh, I, you know, Soul Reaver was. Oh, I, or not Soul Reaver. What was what was the first one? Vivictus. Oh, uh, Blood, Blood Omen. Yeah, Blood Omen. That was. Fantastic. Oh, that was good. Yeah, anyway. I agree with that. That's <laughs> Um, so number eight is one I think that you you've got on your list, which is Luigi's Mansion, which is Lord of Tiles. Luigi's Mansion, yeah. And number nine is probably fun. I think that this is a one that most people have on their list is Metroid Prime. Really, ah, uh, Metroid Prime. But we'll get more to that later. And number ten, once again, another one. But I, I really like this game a lot. Is Pikmin the original one? I prefer oh, this Pikmin. one over the second one. Uh, yes, me too. I do not prefer it over the third one though. Ah, but that's not GameCube. <laughs> uh, that's correct. That's correct. You're not wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, on the plus side, my my our dupes so far are all in my top end of the the top ten. Mm-hmm. But just so you know, what's a dupe? Um, Eternal Darkness, Killer Seven, Luigi's Mansion, and Metroid Prime are dupes for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are some of mine. Uh, Chibi Robo. Oh yeah. Yeah, did you ever play Chibi Chibi Robo? I haven't Robo? played that one. No. Ah, it's fantastic. There's a a smaller version on the uh, on the the DS. Yeah, maybe it's DSiWare or 3DS. I don't know. They had a recent one come out with an Amiibo, but oh, that um, was the Whiplash. But it's not the same as the GameCube yeah. version. Yeah, the original GameCube one's kind of fun. It's a 3D world. You're kind of running around uh, big areas. You know, areas that are kind of blown up. Think of like Toy Story the game. Uh, next up, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Um, wasn't a huge fan of Donkey Konga, but the way Jungle Beat works is great. And even though they re-released it on Wii, it doesn't use the bongos. And without the bongos, that game's nowhere near as cool. But it is kind of gimmicky. I will concede that. So, mm-hmm. 
Next up, F-Zero GX. Oh, that's good, yeah. One of the best brutal games and, you know, kind of spoilers for my list since Mario Kart Double Dash sucked. <laughs> it was really what we had to work with. Um, GX was difficult, but it didn't compete with the r- bullshit rubber banding of Double Dash. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, this is the... This is the one where you may or may not let it go. I don't even know if it was released outside of our country, which was the Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition. This was yeah, only I was available. To put that on my list. Yeah, we did get it. We got that. Oh, you did. Okay. Did you guys get it for Nintendo Power? Uh, no, we had. To, you had. You can only get it if you brought it with the GameCube pack in. Basically, uh, it came with a GameCube. Really? Mm. Okay. The only way you could get it in this country was you had to subscribe to Nintendo Power for a limited promotional time, and you would get the disc for free. Yeah. Um, the reason I was so significant on it was it was it did have Ocarina and Ocarina Master Quest, mm-hmm. which um, could be gotten with the first run of Wind Waker as well in its own disc. Um, but like that was cool right there. Had Majora's Mask, so uh, yep. you know kind of got you caught up. And then it also had the original Legend of Zelda and Zelda Two. Yeah, pretty um, cool. So to have all of those four. Um, on one disc was great, and game or Nintendo Power was I think twenty bucks a year. So to get a year of Nintendo Power plus that, who cared if deal. Nintendo Power was any good? Mm. Um, so it is a collection, but it was one of the really cool um, collections uh, to mm-hmm. me. Uh, next up, Ikaruga. Uh, this is a fantastic vertical shooter, and mm-hmm. of course, it's readily available. Uh, treasure shooter, by the way. Mm-hmm. readily available today it was on 360 xbox live arcade um it's on steam now um but and lots of people you know pirate it on dreamcast <laughs> but this is really the only easy cheap tangible version and by cheap i mean 30 to 50 bucks but that's not too bad compared to like the 200 you'll pay to find ikaruga um in japanese dreamcast it's also the first time it came out on consoles uh in our country did you guys get it uh, yeah yeah we got ikaruga yeah okay so in 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 europe and america it was the first time we got our hands on it mm-hmm. so i think that's significant looked great it was fantastic um, yeah. it was a good port of it um yeah I, it there's it's 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 just a fantastic um version of the game um and uh and a fantastic game so the fact that it was there was just uh I don't know. It was just, it was a big deal for us. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Um, so that was why Ikaruga made it. And last but not fun. least, Odama, the game where you yelled at troops. Came with a microphone. Did you ever play this game? This isn't that weird pinball game, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Is it that one? <laughs> yes, it is. It is a pinball game that kind of teams up with. Uh, with a strategy game, and you yeah. talk to it like semen. I, I always brought this at a convention. A guy, there's a guy that's trying. He couldn't shift it. And he was trying to sell it to me, but I probably should have brought it. Actually, <laughs> he had a complete box as well, with the with the microphone yep, and everything. Yep, in the big box. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of regret, regret not picking it up. Actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty crazy game. It takes place in yeah, feudal Japan. That. Yeah. Um, and it's not really a pinball, but yeah, it's like a huge ball, a huge metallic ball that comes and crushes everything. Um, but yeah, and you would just command your troops. So <laughs> it was an early version of, uh, oh, what's that game? Um, Ruse. 
So again, admittedly gimmicky, but it worked really well, and it was a lot of fun to play. Um, so anyway, but uh, all right, your back half. Back my back half, right? Okay, so. Uh, oh, so number eleven um, is uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Super one Smash Brothers Melee. Okay. And, uh, uh, the number twelve is this is what well, this is what the, the next two are these ones are these are Frandy, but I do actually genuinely like these games. I did put them on my list because they are some of my favourites. But one of them is actually Fantasy Star Online one and two, Fred. I uh-huh. do have a specific reason why they're on this list. Um, that, uh, number 13 is also another Dreamcast game, but it's Sonic Adventure DX. Oh, and this is kind of a bit like, God. I feel that this is, yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> so, there's always a reason. <laughs> the um, the main reason, I'll tell that now actually, it's the main reason is it's not actually because of the game, but it's because you mentioned about collections. This technically is my collection one, but this came with Game Gear games on it, which is my main reason oh, for game. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Did it have chaos and? It had like every, pretty much every Sonic um, Game Gear game on it. Okay. Uh, but it was it was pretty cool. That then that was like a selling point to me actually being kind of a retro guy. But um, and if if people haven't seen them, uh, I played a lot of those games on uh, on a retro game night. So you can go see the footage of Sonic. I think one, two, and Chaos. So um, so that's number that's number thirteen. And uh, number fourteen is the one that doesn't sit well with everybody. But I thought I'd put it on this list just for debate reasons. Is um, Star Fox Star Fox Adventures um, Rares I Adventures. Think yeah, yeah. Adventures. Yeah. Assault, assault. <laughs> you know that's the dinosaur one, right? Yeah, I do know it's the dinosaur Adventures. one. Adventures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! We're gonna fight over that one. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. Speaking, it of wasn't Lilat Lilat Wars Adventures. <laughs> we didn't call it. Now we call it Star Fox. Over here. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> Um, but uh, speaking of fighting, um, I put Donkey Konga on my list. Donkey Konga. <laughs> the first one. Yeah, the first one. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually have the drums, but I did enjoy this game. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. You like to do all the small things on the congas, do you? That, 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 I was actually going to bring that up, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. For people who haven't played it, there is licensed music on there. However, you do get to do stuff like the original Legend of Zelda theme, which is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. So, um, so moving on from that, number sixteen is uh, another launch title, Star Wars Rogue Squadron Two. Uh, ah, I, yes. I debated between this and the third one actually because the third one does kind of include the, this game on it with the co-op mode on it. But... Only co-op though. It's only co-op though. Yeah, you can so, only but... play co-op, and um, I don't know how Rogue Squadron Two would be in co-op, but uh, most of the time I was alone. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of how I rate this and for over, overall which experience is better and Rogue Squadron 2 absolutely kills that for, in terms of out of those two. So I prefer this one over over the rest. Um, moving on from that, 18, I, I just couldn't kind of resist putting this on the list. I know it's been re-released multiple times now, but the original Resident Evil remake, basically. Remake, yes, yeah. I get that, I get that. Um, I briefly kind of was thinking, would it be Resident Evil? I, was, I thought I might go sort of, Go, oh, what, I might. I was thinking, considering going with zero, but I thought there's not really much debate there because I played through nope, both. No, there's those. no debate to be had there. So I thought, what's the point? Because I was only going to do it just for the humor value. And I even thought about four, but I thought, no. Just, the original what? Is. You can <laughs> have both. Nah, how did I. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. No, no, no. You know, you're entitled to your own opinion. Well, it's more because I didn't. I don't. I wanted to give a bit of variation on my list and get at least like a different sort of game per franchise. Oh yeah, you had to make room for ge- gems like Sonic yes. Adventure DX and, uh, and Star Fox Adventures. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, okay. 
And uh, okay, uh, this is this this is in true fashion with me. But this this game was released on everything, but it does have something special about it on GameCube, which is Conflict Desert Storm. <laughs> so. I don't know this game, but okay. you don't even know this game. Oh, no. no, that's a shame. We'll talk about. Is it, it a first-person shooter? It's a third-person shooter. This one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll talk about it a bit later. Um, uh, next up is PN PN zero three. I think that's how you say it. It's uh, this is a Capcom game. PN03? Or it might be PN03. I think, oh no, it's 03. Or PN03, it's called. What the fuck? Like, it stands for um, product number three, which is, this is a Capcom game, Fred. You haven't heard of I this, believe have you? you. I believe you. <laughs> I've just. What the fuck? <laughs> Shinji Mikami joint. Yep. Why don't I know this game? It was in America. Yeah, it was in America. It's everywhere. And it's one of the Capcom 5. <laughs> How did I not know this game? Going the things on, you discover on this show. Going on eBay <laughs> right now. All right. So while, you're, while you're looking at on eBay, my final one is a game called Lost Kingdoms. Lost Kingdoms. Why don't I know that one? That's an Activision game. Um, it's like a kind of like yeah. a RPG card based game. Huh. Uh, so how well do I need to know, uh, <laughs> like how much plot is in PN03? Oh, not much plot. Basically, you are kind of female Batman in a way. Yeah, um, you look kind of like female Batman. That's why I was asking. <laughs> the reason being is the storyline, Fred, is her parents were murdered by one of the army's machines. <laughs> so, of course they were. So it's it's like a, there's not much plot to this. It's, it's, I always kind of, when I look at this game, I kind of think it's like, it's female Devil May Cry, basically. Um, really? Because I can't find any copies of the American one, but I still have that GameCube with the Switch. Mm-hmm. It's 35 bucks sealed from Japan. Yeah, but you, you probably don't. Is there's you, you probably you probably get away with the. I should go um, see if it's on GameFly. Is what you're what you what you're putting down for me? <laughs> if, you, if it's still on GameFly, um, it is. Posted, it is on GameFly. It's on GameFly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Saiwan has posted some footage of it on the Thank chat. Thank you, Saiwan. As always. See, he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. And it's one of those, it's just, it's just the right kind of mix of games, like, that it was the Capcom 5, and it's Shinji, and all that stuff, that I'm like, fuck, I need this. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of what I thought when I, when I looked into this game. <laughs> Alright, well, mine are a little safer. Um, <laughs> my dupes with you are Rogue Squadron 2 and Remake. It's kind of interesting how our dupes are in the same spot in the, in our lists, but... Mm -hmm. Um, my next one is uh, Wave Race Blue Storm, which mm -hmm. I might not get a whole lot of uh, backing on that one. Um, but also, uh, let's see, Universal Studios Theme Parks. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God is right. Um, next up, uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Yep. Um, Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Star Fox Assault. <laughs> Soul Calibur 2 I don't care what oh, people yeah. say Oh no, there's a good reason for it The Link over Spawn And fucking Hihachi Anyway um, Resident Evil 4 mm -hmm. And Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door mm -hmm. Yeah Looks like Gamefly is not working for me right now That's okay, I don't need to jack with it Anyway 
All right, so those are those are our <laughs> list. Uh, just without just to fire through them real quick for people paying attention, and especially if you write these down. We've got Chibi Robo, Super Monkey Ball, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, Bloody Roar, Primal Fury, Eternal Darkness, Killer Seven, F Zero GX, Mario Party, um, Pac Man Versus, The Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition, Wi- Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, Ikaruga, Eternal Darkness, um, Luigi's Mansion, Metroid Prime, Pikmin, Odama, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door, Fantasy Star Online One and Two. Resident Evil, the original remake. Um, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Resident Evil 4. Sonic Adventure DX. Star Fox Adventures. Star Fox Assault. Donkey Konga. Rogue Squadron 2. Soul Calibur 2. Super Mario Sunshine. Conflict Desert Storm. Universal Studios Theme Parks. Wave Race Blue Storm. PN03. Lost Kingdoms and Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Now, you can lock in any two, Jam. Oof. We each get to reserve two, which make up a decent uh, major. well, like uh, an opening four for our top ten. So mm-hmm. what two are on the top ten no matter what? Uh, the first one for me will definitely be Super Monkey Ball, which is the first one I could pull up. Yeah, um, for people who don't know how this all works... We do strategically pick some things that we know the other one might not jump on because, like, there's little fear with Jam and I about overlaps and whatnot. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, Super Monkey Ball, you lock in, okay? I love that one in. And uh, let's see. I'm going to go with this one you might agree with anyway, but I'll go with Pikmin. Pikmin. You were smart to take that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With me. Normally, I didn't think I'd have to safen myself with this one, but you've made me nervous, sir. I'm going to have to lock in Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea that you were okay letting that go. <laughs> uh, not one bit. And yes, I'm aware it got fucking moved everywhere and uh, under the it sun. Got, it got rented out like a... You know, <laughs> like it poured <laughs> out like a freaking... Um, anyway... Uh, Going back and forth as to what else I want to lock in. I think I'm going to lock in Chibi Robo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's locked in. So, that's four out of the ten. Mm-hmm. Now, let's... let's <laughs> yeah, let's make this easy on the dupes. Mm-hmm. There are ones we know are going to stay. Is there any chance... I, I don't see a world in which Resident Evil Remake is not on this list. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, but if we take everything that's on this list, we're done. So we can't do that. Um, can we? Do we lock in Eternal Darkness, or is that just a cult favorite, and we're not quite one hundred percent on this? Looking this over, knowing you've only got five more that can make this list, is one of the five Eternal Darkness. I don't think so, in my opinion, because... Really? Um, okay. I was, I'm was i on the fence, so I'm, yeah. I'm gauging based off of you as well. Uh, I, I think, I, I, do, I personally feel Eternal Darkness is... Uh, people may disagree with me, and please do let us know if you do. Um, but I do feel Eternal Darkness is quite a cult following. I do like the game a lot, but it's not, for, it's not why I would probably consider, like... 
if you were to give you know, the 10 games that you put up as like, this is the games you must play on the GameCube, this is not a game I'd say, oh yeah, everyone has so to play So you don't it. even want to table it for a later discussion? Uh, oh no, I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. I think always... I'm going to, yeah, I think I'm going to fight to have it tabled. Mm-hmm. So we're going to table it for right now. Um, uh, so now we'll do the stuff where... Uh, <laughs> We start, let's start eliminating some stuff. Okay, so what was your reaction when I said Universal Studios theme parks? <laughs> I thought, I thought, why, yeah, why, was, why was that fucking funny? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess my reaction is, oh, I, I, I guess typical Fred's to put on a, <laughs> an awful game like that. <laughs> right, so you do what? think it's an awful game? Yes. <laughs> is there any chance I'm going to convince you that this belongs on this list? Probably not. not okay, well then I'm not even going to try. That's fair. That's fair. I can. So it's out. It's out. It's gone. Just out of interest, though, why uh-huh. did you put it on the list? <laughs> Dude. Okay. So I think I've talked about this. Uh, I love mini game collections in theme parks. I can't explain it, but I do. And Universal Studios is my favorite one. So the fact that there's a Jaws ride, even though it's not a very good one, and it's less interactive than probably the real Jaws ride. Like, fuck yeah, right? And it was the same thing why I like Adventures in the Magical Kingdom on the NES, which a lot of people will also say is probably not great. Were you all over the Disneyland Connect game as well for Xbox 360? I can neither confirm nor deny my love with that. Yes, I love that game, actually. (laughs) I've got that too. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. More fun than Star Wars, actually. Oh, God. So... Oh, no, if it's, is it better than the Star Wars Connect game? Absolutely, but Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, how about Wave Race? Have you played Wave Race Blue Storm? I have, actually. I, I actually forgot about that game, to be honest. I, I quite like Wave Race a lot, even this version. Yeah, there's um, this thing about it where... Did you feel like you were just kind of collecting all the N64 franchises you loved at the beginning of yeah. the GameCube? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I feel the same way about Paper Mario. And so, is this N64 nostalgia, or does do, does this and Paper Mario have a chance at being... Like, Paper Mario on... N64 is a little more significant because it was the first one to do it. Yeah. And I think to a certain extent, Wave Race is as well. I don't know. Do you, do they make the, is this nostalgia or what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I kind of like Wave Race. Is it Blue Storm it's called, I believe. Blue Storm, um, Because we, even despite, yeah, I agree. The N64 Wave Race is awesome as well, but I think those are like the only two. But there's that terrible Game Boy version as well, but, which I have. I I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of said Game Boy game. Yeah, <laughs> but the um, I guess the the main ones are, is of the these are the only two we got. We didn't get any more Wave Race after this, so no, I don't feel didn't. that the series was ever oversaturated or sort of run into the ground. I, I felt like the game. Some would argue the sequel ran it into the ground. Really? I don't know. I liked it. it I for the it. record, it got very good review scores and did, sold yeah. very well. Mm. But it was launch, wasn't it? It was a pretty, or at least close to launch. It was a launch window yeah. game, yes. I, don't, I, I, I can't duck it. <laughs> I, I think we, we should shelve it. We, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, so for right now, Wave Race is still in the game. What about Thousand Year Door? Ooh, I mean that's a tough one. I'll be I, I haven't played a lot of a thousand year door. I have it. I, I've got that game, but um, mm-hmm. it's a bit like I, I've. I, I I hear it's better than some people actually argue it's better than the N sixty four original. Um, 
and it's also kind of like the last Paper Mario that, that kind of does the whole RPG thing before they kind of go into the more action orientated version of the Wii. Um, yeah, to a certain extent, Super Mario RPG. I know it branched off and became Mario and Luigi, but oh yeah, yeah, that's where the, the both walls. Paper yeah, Mario takes that concept and kind of gives it a, an interesting aesthetic, and Thousand Year Door builds upon that. It's a long, very good game. Uh, I <laughs> really, really like it. A lot of people aren't going to get an opportunity to play it because it's one of those weird cusp games where it'll yeah. probably never get re-released on like a virtual console setting. Mm-hmm. I doubt it'll get an HD remake. Um, and a lot of people got disenchanted, rightfully so, from the the uh, the Wii one that was just far too long. <laughs> I don't know. But out of the next five games, does it make it? <sighs> Oh, uh, put that put that on the table as well. <laughs> you're you're ready to table it, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, there are some of these I generally I can feel that can be removed easily. <laughs> okay, let's way. see what you feel can be removed easily. Let's let's go that way. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. got a couple of ideas as to which of yours can be removed <laughs> easily, but I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. Well, despite despite my love for this series, uh, bloody bloody raw Primal Fury can easily be um, removed. Okay, so uh, what does it do that other fighting games don't do, or that well, just catches your eye? Like, what is it about yeah. bloody raw? Bl- bloody raw to me is like up the spurs. It's, it's over the top uh, madness in terms of. Have you played a bloody raw game before? Hell no. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, you're missing out, Fred. Um, <laughs> I, think I think I got... bought it on PS One. I was gonna say per yeah, your recommendation. They're on PSN as well, if you want to download one of them from there. That's what I mean. Uh, I got the PS1 version yeah. off of PSN. Yeah. It's basically, it's like a, think of it like Tekken, except put Tekken, but you can transform into an animal and become overpowered and whoop the ass of the opposing person. But it's, <laughs> it, it, it's. How do you know bad. I don't do that already? <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's 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 crazy. It's a very ridiculously unbalanced fighting game. At least the versions that I've played. And um, you know, yeah, most it, of my friends who play fighting games tend to frown upon the concept of uh, imbalance. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. But, it, but it's just a ton of fun. It's one thing. I think it's a game. If, if people if people aren't really massive into fighting games or find it a bit too scary with games like Street Fighter and want something that's just a, kind of just a ton of fun, then Buddy Raw is definitely a series worth looking into. <laughs> and I just, I just love the fact that every um, individual character, that you, all the characters start off as human, but you transform into some bizarre animal. Think of it as if um, Altered Beast was turned into a fighting game. <laughs> so, uh, so you Yeah, get, not helping your case here. Um, one, no, one, I'm just kidding. One, one character, one character's a bunny. One character's like a yeah. I'm seeing everybody and... loves the bunny. Yeah, Alice. And then um, one of my favorites, Fred, is one of the girls just transforms into a sexy vampire because that makes I'm sense. I'm seeing though. that too. Yeah, her name is <laughs> just... Jenny. She <laughs> just gets risque. Yeah, you know, So this would definitely be your sort of game. <laughs> so, you know, the B team show anyway. I, I think people have a misconception as to what I'm looking for in those games. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, but it is but, it is funny to look at, but it, it it absolutely isn't a game for everybody. No, you know it's not. Do you know what it? Mm. Do you know what it's called in Japan? Oh, I, I I don't, but I'd love to know. <laughs> Bloody Roar Extreme 3D. That's oh, fantastic! fantastic. <laughs> the the, the box title. art does look just like Altered Beast as well. But the box art's great for all of the games. It usually is. Yeah, they all look a bit like Altered Beast or some sort of morphing into the animal. Yeah, here I'll throw that one in the chat for you guys. But uh, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. So, <clears throat> all right, you've you've piqued my interest. 
Um, I, recommend it, what, I recommend checking out one of them, Fred. But um, but I'm happy this one this one can um, get, get, leave the top ten. <laughs> okay, so Bloody Roar unfortunately dies in a fire, but um, <laughs> it's out. Um, <laughs> Mario Party Four. Oh, this is just. Um, for me, this is this is just mostly because uh, me and my partner. I've mentioned this on the show before. We we have retro nights with friends to this day. Um, you know, on the on when when we get right around to it, usually once a month with friends. And um, Mario Party is uh, quite a big hit with my friends still. Um, I don't know why, because I originally wasn't big on Mario Party, but there's just something about this game that. You know, yeah, it's completely stupid. It is. It's a board game. Yes, it's mini games, and yes, you do get the star for sucking at the game as well. You get rewarded points for not being very good. But that's fair. It's a ton. It's just a lot of fun with other people, and that's kind of why I put this game on the list. I, I, I'm absolutely happy for this not to be on the top ten. But I just oh, thank God, because that game is absolute dog shit. (laughs) I fucking, I have recently played through Mario Party one through five with my partner, with my wife. Yeah, and. Four was hands down for me the worst of I, those games. I will be honest, Fred. Is I haven't played the other five. <laughs> Much <laughs> like Bloody Roar, you must have a thing for imbalanced games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, but okay. You know, I let you. I let you say your piece, but it's out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. All right, let's let's go let's go gimmicks. Let's 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 r- rule out some gimmicks here. Have you played Jungle Beat? I have. Yes, I think I have. Yeah. And your thoughts? Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's, so, uh, <laughs> I, I think you kind of nailed <laughs> it. Doesn't it doesn't sound like a, a top ten game. No, 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 no. A, I, a... no, no, no. I was gonna, I was about to give it some more credit there. I was gonna say I, you kind of nailed it earlier when you were describing it. Is it was basically you know Congo, but without the. Um, without the drums basically and i i completely i th- I, I think that that's what makes it more appealing well, it's really. donkey conga with the drums but it's not to a a song per se it's mm-hmm. you're actually controlling donkey kong with the drums i think so i think someone might be upset with me bloody raw <laughs> i'm not sure there's definitely one game he's not oh i thought he was upset on. about mario party i don't I doubt know that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we removed it, but that we brought it up at all. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's exactly what you guys probably think it is if you've never played it. Um, left drum, left bongo goes left, right bongo goes right. Clapping or or using the microphone has Donkey Kong do basically everything else. <laughs> and there are quick time events in boss battles. <laughs> one way to get, yeah, one way to get, um, I don't know, like, you know, massive injuries on your hands. <laughs> these games. Uh yes, yes. Um, fun fact: your cat can play it. Um, oh, really? <laughs> well, I don't have a cat, but okay. a person's cat might be able to play it. So, but um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it's cool. It's a fun thing to get, but it's one of those things where you get the bongos nowadays because they're relatively cheap, mm. and you're like, well, what can I play other than a rock rhythm game? Because rock rhythm games have kind of fallen from grace as of, as of late, and this is the answer. But again, even if you have the bongos and even if they're plugged into your Wii, the new play control does not allow for that. Mm-hmm. You actually waggle the nunchuck and the... Uh, 
the Wiimote old waggle. <laughs> instead of using the bongos, which I think is no fun. But uh, anyway. All right. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> I think Saiwan was talking about Mario yep. Party dying. But uh, so I don't know. Should we just nail this one and Donkey Konga? I think so, yeah. And I'm going to have to kind of give it to Odama as well. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to fight for it. I liked Odama. It's unique. Um, it actually originally had plans to use the bongos as well. Oh, really? Oh, that uh-huh. was great. <laughs> it was it, at, a, at, a, at a, a CES or a E3 show. It had bongo support. But <laughs> the problem with Odama is um, it's a spectacle, but it's not better than a lot of these games. Yeah. So, all right. Um, let's see. All right. Um, well, under the same thing, let's let's have it out with Star Fox Adventures. So, <laughs> oh, there's so no way. This why do you like? Head. Oh, really? <laughs> oh no, it's just I yeah, Why do well, you like it? it? Why do I like it? I just I just I don't think it's that bad. I just don't know what people's issues are. I mean, it's, I get it. I get why people don't like it. It's you know, it's okay. Anyway, I get. I okay. guess a lot to me. I guess a lot of it. Um, yeah, is is I could be. Am I wrong here? But is this is this Rare's only game for the GameCube? I'm I, not sure if that's right or not. But I think this is the only one they did. It might be. Um, well, regardless, I'm pretty sure it is like their only game. But they, it, it does have that kind of rare feeling to it, where it's like this big, expansive world. It's it's cute. It's colorful. Yeah. Yeah. There's... You know what? I forgot. You're British. Yes, exactly. It's a rare game. Actually, <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a much larger pass now. <laughs> I'm not going to let it on the list, but I totally get what you're talking yeah. about here. You got, you got a fox of boobs and I, before Avatar as well. I do. You know, Booby but... fox, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I'm always down with anthropomorphic animals as long as they're not furries. So maybe that was the problem. Was I, yeah. I somehow go completely opposite once you get furry. But... Mm. I think, I think the biggest problem with this game is that maybe if this wasn't Star Fox, you know, um, people might have hated it just a little bit It less. perhaps was called, oh, I don't know, Dinosaur Planet? <laughs> maybe. Was supposed to be, yeah. Maybe. Maybe that would have been a good idea. I don't know. I remember seeing the early wrong. footage of di- uh, that, that game as well. Yeah, before it was Star Fox as well. It looked kind of cool. Uh-huh. But, but... It, it, it looked kind of like this, only without the Star Fox license. But, is you know, I... Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, the original one was a little more open world. Yeah. Um, this is, I mean, from the small amount I've played from it, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty uh, limited in scope as far as how much you got around. But uh, in a way, as well, I guess the reason I kind of have software as game is this was like the prelude to um, Cameo on the Freak Sixty, which is probably where Rare went next, really, with this sort of formula. Um, uh, yeah, they actually started developing Cameo on the uh, Xbox. Yeah, but uh, yeah, which um, which which is but that game in my opinion obviously is far too pretty. But obviously we're not talking about that game. That's a 360 game and not a GameCube game. But but that's really I I just I don't I don't hate this game at all. Um, I don't think it's top ten material because it's one of the easiest rare games. I'll give it that. Easy, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The game's it's also one of the, the cheapest games. rare games to find. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, the game is is from my understanding quite beatable. I just yeah. gave up on it um, for non difficulty reasons. <laughs> so, okay, so you'll let it go. Yeah, let uh, it. The one question is: Are you gonna even humor me on Star Fox Assault, though? Yeah, well, absolutely. 
Have you played Ridiculous Star Fox? It's, no, it's really rare over here. It's very hard to find. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. It was released in PAL territories, but it's just a very difficult game to come across. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, it's... it's uh, mm, now I'm questioning myself as to whether or not... Oh. What? We have no Star Fox on the list now at this rate. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know if I want to fight for it. Um, there's some self-policing because you gave in too quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does have ground missions where you get out. Um, mm-hmm. or I don't think you get out of your ship. I think you're just... Well, maybe you get out yeah, of your you ship. Do. I, mean, I believe you do in this game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe you do. Um, but it does... Half of the missions are... Oh, yeah, it's not that expensive over here. It's 25 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. It's a little high for a GameCube game, but nothing to write home about. Um, it Namco did it, so they took the reins, and they made a, a decent shooting game. Um, but... Uh, uh, and it's it's open world. It's a little less on rails and things like that. But it doesn't control the best. The ground missions are kind of annoying. It's a little tough. Mm. I think you're talking yourself out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm reading a review right <laughs> now just to get more of a feel for it. And I think this kind of sums it up. EGM said it was remarkably unimpressive. It's weird because I, I hear a lot of love for this game from people. It's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tiger Claw's talking about how Crystal's yeah. on this one and she's popular with the furries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that too. Uh, was she Chris, in Adventures? Uh, yeah, I think this is the same person you're talking yeah. about. Crystal. Uh, very dangerous addition to the team, uh, apparently. Um, Way too distracting, clearly. Yeah, guys take their hands off their, their flight stick. and Anyway. Um, in comparison, Fred, just to let you know, over here it's um, 40 British pounds is our average price. Yeah, you can get it sealed for that over here. God, jeez. Um, <laughs> I think the problem is it's still not a Star Fox game. Mm. Um, not, not the Star Fox game people wanted. <laughs> Yeah, is yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna cut it. I'm trying to make it's cool though. But if you there. want to see the GameCube game that was kind of a, a traditional Star Fox, kind of, mm-hmm. you get that. Um, all right, let's see here. No are, are you really gonna let Sonic Adventures DX enter this list? Are you gonna fight for this one, even though, nah, even if, it, if it's got okay. But, but for reference for people, because I was going to mention this earlier, the the list of GameCube and uh, GameCube um, Game Gear <laughs> games that was <laughs> that was released on, that, that were on this um, on this game. Because this is the only reason I really put this on this is that um, Sonic Adventure, even by this stage when it was re-released, and it has been re-released a lot now. It's been re-released in everything. Um, it didn't really hold up well compared to its original iteration on the Dreamcast. But the Game Gear games that were included in this version, which is I think that's the only that's the main accolade that gave it the DX part, was mm-hmm. Sonic Drift. Um, which is a little racing game Sonic yeah. Chaos the original Sonic Labyrinth which is like that little 3D-ish Sonic game uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Triple Trouble which some people say is the best Game Gear game um, I say it's Chaos but I, I could see both sides yeah that's where the debate comes in is which do you prefer uh, Sonic Drift 2 um, Tails Sky Patrol which is quite an uncommon Game Gear game huh. itself it's like um, it's, it's like a Tails standalone adventure yeah um, Sonic Blast as well as like i think that one had knuckles in it that one there's a sonic and knuckles but it's like the game gear version and uh tales adventure as well 
And um, it also included the 8-bit versions of Sonic, um, Sonic 2, uh, Sonic Spinball, which is quite hard to find on Game Gear, even over, even over here. Um, and um, obviously, Dr. Robotics Mimi Machine, <laughs> which you obviously have to play on Game Puyo, Gear. Puyo, Puyo! Uh... I, actually, I actually got that on the 3DS Virtual Console. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that, that that literally, in all honesty, is the only reason, you know, it's um, the, the only reason I put this on this is because it, it is a cool little, I, I have it as well, I had that copy. Uh, it's a cool little compilation to have all those Game Gear games together, um, especially one of some of those which are really hard to find. And let's be honest as well, there's anyone that obviously has Game Gear, uh, that an actual portable Game Gear, that console really doesn't hold up very well because the sound chip breaks really easily. Mm-hmm. So um, it's better playing these Game Gear games on emulation these days or on these compilations. But that, I they, agree. Yeah. But obviously, all of this I'm saying is not giving the actual game Sonic Adventure any credit. It's just giving. There's, well, there's one other, and I don't know if you guys got it in your country. Yeah. But the other thing that's going to hurt it is a little collection called the Sonic Gems Collection. Yeah, we got that. I got that as well. Um, I've got Most that, I've got of these that. games are on there. Really, I didn't know they were on there and the gems yeah. collection. I thought the I thought the gems collection only had free games. I thought that was um. Are you, are you, are you sure you're not talking about Mega Collection? Yes, yep. I'm sure I'm not talking about Mega Collection. Um, uh, yeah, you play well, the other games and unlock these games. All oh, right, yeah, you unlock them through. Yeah, it had Sonic. Uh, well, the three games that are on the face is Sonic the Fighters CD and R. But you do unlock Sonic Game Gear, Sonic Spinball Game Gear, Triple Trouble Game Gear, Drift mm. Game Gear, and the two Tails games. So you get a decent number of them. That's pretty good, yeah. They're great games worth trying out, but uh, if you'll hear me out, I think we need to... Uh, 86 oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to cut that, absolutely. But to be fair, I think for that same logic, uh, I think we should cut the Collector's Edition Legend of Zelda... Yeah, I think I think that can go. Easily. It's a good collection, but it needs to go. Oh, if you have um, just uh, just an uh, interesting note. Sorry to go back to Sonic Gems again, but if you have the Japanese version, Fred, you can actually unlock um, Streets of Rage or Bare Knuckle One, Two, and Three on that version. That's pretty awesome. Fuck yeah! <laughs> kind of makes me want to import that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah I guess. Uh, yeah, look at that. Get the Japanese one. Mm. They're also demos. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> You do get Vector Man one and two on Gen- Gems collection. Yeah, you get that. Yeah, but that was on, that was really something. Every collection Vector, for Sega. Vector Man. That was only cool when it first came <laughs> out, and then people played it. Everybody anyway. loves Vector Man. Um, <clears throat> I love how uh, Tiger Claw also said way back when he brought out the rule of thirty-four. Uh, rule thirty-four. Do you know what le- rule thirty-four yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, it's porn. Yeah. <laughs> if it exists, there is <laughs> porn yep. of it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. All right. So, Conflict Desert Storm. Yep. <laughs> yep. So this was this the first, so, yeah, well, this, this is just an education session for you, Fred. I can't believe you haven't heard of this game. So, so this is one of your um, I mean, I'm familiar with a conflict in Desert Storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um Conflict Desert Storm was originally released on PS2. Um and basically what it is, Fred, is it's a uh it is like a military shoot a third person military shooter, but it's kind of like tactical base. So you control four teammates, one and they all have their own sort of specialisms um on the field and it's in it's um is real time. You do control them all at the same time, you switch between them on single player. Um but you can play the entire game co-op on PS2. Um nice. the, the reason the GameCube version is stand 
turned out is you could have four-player co-op. You could only right. do two-player on the PS2. Um, it was released. People are going to probably shout at me and say it was released on the Xbox as well, and I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that it was. I, yeah, I, I, I'll I'm just not, let you know. I'm not sure, but I, I I could be wrong. But I think the Xbox One only had split screen as well, or just two players. I could be wrong. It did allow four. Oh, I did allow four. There you go. <laughs> that 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 nonsense straight away, which takes this off the ten easily. But that it's worth talking about because you don't know about this game. But it's um it's it's a decent little game actually. I was I was actually going to cover it on the site fairly soon. Um, it's one of it's in my backlog of articles to get to. But um because it's. It doesn't look good on the surface today, but it did some really cool things back in the day that have kind of, kind of, we they kind of brushed over these days with how we've turned a lot of these military shooters into more action-orientated games, like the Call of Duty franchise, and maybe a bit more kind of arcadey. But this was one of those games that really was quite, you know, think of like you know, like Ghost Recon originally, where you kind of took your time a bit more. I mean, you didn't have to. You didn't have to play it too safe. You could kind of run and gun if you wanted to, but there was a lot of merit to obviously taking your time and taking it slow and trying to be a bit more stealthy. Um, but the real merit to this game was playing it with four people, and I did play this game with four people, and it was quite a great experience, really, where you were communicating with each other on the sofa, telling you know what. One person was like the sniper, one person's the heavy machine gunner, uh, one person's like the engineer, and it's it was just really fun to just kind of team up and go into these missions together and try and make it all work. Because a bit like with Hitman, Fred, you know, like especially Hitman Two, where if you bugger it up, you you pretty much bugger up the entire mission. Just domino uh, effect, yeah. Pretty much. So yeah, if you're spotted, basically. If you're seen, um, the, the enemies will just continuously come after you. You can force yourself to finish the mission, but it's just not as rewarding as making it just work, um, especially when you do it with a group of people. And that's why I like to give this game a lot of credit. Um, it seems kind of like Rainbow Six, but you are each a squad mate, which really Yeah, wasn't. absolutely, yeah. It's a bit more specialist. Sort of. Each has their individual identity. And, and you did actually, un you had experience in this thread as well, so you could unlock... Um, you could actually theoretically as well, which I quite like about this, is it, you, you got experience with the stuff you use. So you could theoretically use your machine gunner and make him make him use the pistol more and he'll level up the pistol. So he'll be better with it. But nice. obviously that's stupid. It's best to use him. It's best to place their strengths in the game. So whoever's got the highest level of the pistol, use him for that. Um, but, so, but you could do that in the game. You had a bit of flexibility to it. And that was kind of cool, um, especially for how early this game came out. And it had multiple sequels later. It got Conflict Desert Storm 2. There was Conflict Vietnam. There was Conflict Global Storm. There was quite a few. And then there was an And awful, Denied Ops is the real which popular was one. <laughs> really? That's the one that I know about. It, it compared, well, it's, if you were familiar with these previous ones... It sucked compared to those. <laughs> I didn't say I played it. I just said that I knew about it. But um, yeah, and, and again, don't let me downplay the GameCube version. The Xbox One had two to four players, but um, you were right. The PlayStation only had two player, and the PC version only was single player. But um, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know this. I thought the PC would might have had um, some. Oh yeah, nope. it makes sense. Oh, yeah, I would no online. Had... Yeah, yeah no, so... no net code. Never so. mind. They did put online in these games later, though. So, oh, cool. With the sequels, but anyway, but yeah, but definitely recommend that game. But um, to check out at some point, um, but definitely doesn't need to be on top ten, of course, especially because the Xbox obviously has that in it as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Xbox, Fantasy Star Online <laughs> one and two. Yeah, that, that, this is probably gonna. This is another one that probably bites me in the ass. I know that was also released on Xbox too, but again, this was for the same reasons. Really, is I, I really, really, really like Fancy Star Online. I, I had almost just as much fun playing this by myself as I did playing it online. <laughs> I don't know what it was. True. 
Uh, uh, I don't know about you. For me, the reason I didn't put it on here was because I played most of my time on the GameCube or the uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. I, I agree with that. The only difference this time was that this uh, the GameCube version, <clears throat> excuse me, had a split screen. Again, it's like bit like my bit oh. same with my argument with um, conflict. Um, this is I believe he had four player split screen as well. Um, <laughs> you could definitely play with at least one other person though, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's a reason Defeats to st- the online thing, but I it get does. It. Yeah. I don't I I don't think the Xbox version did have it actually. I think the Xbox version was only online. Yes. So you, you could play a single player of course if you wanted to, but um, right. that that's you had the to play of, by yourself online yeah. or offline. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that is the kind of the main merit for this being um on the yeah, this main merit for it, uh, over the Dreamcast original version um is that the GameCube I guess in a way GameCube is the definitive <laughs> offline version really. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, all of the servers for Fantasy Star, apart from on PC, have been closed now. So, um, but it's that 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 um, that amazing journey we had has long gone. <laughs> so, well, I'm gonna fight that it doesn't belong on here, if only because it's an online MMO. That yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I agree that, that, that you're 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 giving me the strength is offline. <laughs> Um, no, no. I, I'm just saying, if if people pick this up, this game, this game up today, um, the game probably the best version to play. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying basically. But it's it's still probably not enough to merit it. Especially most collectors are probably not going to be sorting this out to play a cop anyway. They'll be playing it by themselves. So in which case, most versions are fine. <laughs> so, um, all right. So here's the interesting thing. So PN03 looks cool. I gotta fight, but it's 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 scores aren't very high, which is fine. If you want to fight for it, I'm in. Um, you know, I I I was gonna make a funny joke about this being like the whitest GameCube game ever as well. <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um, but, but I, I, it's more just because of how intrigued you were when I brought it up. So I am super intrigued, I and I am you- the whitest GameCube player you'll ever meet. So. <laughs> yeah. um, I put yeah. I put this in my black GameCube and it almost burned up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't a bit of piano free. Oh I, I my god! Yeah, rule thirty four. There's a lot of deviant art on this girl. Um, oh god! <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Just googling her name is dangerous. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the name what well, the girl from this game, Vanessa Z. <laughs> is that what her name is? Okay. Yeah. yeah just um, googling her, you get a bunch of thong and butt floss shots and all kinds of stuff. Of course. Or does she have just a thong on or something? In no, no, scenes? she's in like a little like robo suit kind of thing. That's what um, I thought. I get, the thing that's kind of funny about this game, Fred, is that when you play, when you do get around, because I think you should pick this up anyway, um, is when you when you play this game, she kind of looks like she's like dancing in this game while she's shooting the enemies. So it's like it almost feels like a pre- prelude to Bayonetta. Bayonetta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except obviously not as fluid. And I I, can't, I know I said earlier that this was like Devil May Cry, but it doesn't it does not play exactly like Devil May Cry because it's more shooting. It's not melee. It's uh, and it's oh. and it's it's a bit more. Uh, the controls aren't nearly as kind of they're not Resident Evil at all. It's mostly kind of you have these dodge buttons like your trigger your back triggers like um you do this like interesting little sort of like twirl dance to avoid bullets it's kind of cool actually i like the style of this game actually um it it looks cool cool. i I kind of like it and it is a bit different and we don't really see a lot of games like this um anymore um yeah i mean i guess the the closest resemblance it might be vanquish but again vanquish is more of a cover-based shooter are still or at least a stylish space first person shooter yeah although it does look like she can take cover in this game Mm. you can't sort of like duck behind cover though it's more just like you know you're avoiding really with it with these like Mm -hmm. i said with these move with the you're you're using you're clicking the triggers it's almost like it's almost like a rhythm to it as well um 
it's it's I, it's, a, it's a decent title and it's 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 something that's um, a bit different and the fact that i felt like i sold you a bit as well possibly merits it being uh, on the top 10 if not at least close to the bottom <laughs> okay okay I'll, I'll i'll keep it for now it also does look like she may have a risque unlockable costume or something, but I don't know. I'm not going well, to. I haven't played it that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will play it that much if uh, if it is unlockable. I kind of like her just original costume actually the most. Mm. I think I think that aesthetic works the best. But um, you know, as much as uh, you know, the internet this week has me believing that Blizzard would like to think that butts are the most aesthetically pleasing <laughs> thing. Um, even though I'm going to be staring at it for whatnot, you know, seven to twelve hours while I play this, uh, I'm not too, uh, I'm not too interested. Um, but anyway, all right. For now, PN03 remains on there. I I'm gonna <clears throat> have a hard time like attacking this because I've not played it and it looks really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's get into the tough ones. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man Versus isn't a full game. Yeah, I think that can be... It's a couch that, co-op like, game. Yeah. So. It's an awesome couch co-op. Well, well, no, it's not co-op, it's competitive, but... Uh, that's true, sorry. Well, it's but, co-op yeah. if you're the ghosts, I guess. You know, it's a couch-punching the... game. Yeah. Um... F Zero GX. I I'm going to put this out there, but I think maybe F it's between F Zero GX and Wave Race, probably. <laughs> then it's F Zero. Which yes, that's probably okay. the easiest argument, isn't it? So we'll, we've helps. gotten rid of Wave Race. Uh, could you see yourself allowing F Zero to be on here? Absolutely, this game's brilliant. It's, uh, and it's also got the unlockable arcade version if you hack it. <laughs> yeah, that's a real tough hack. As somebody who owns F0GX, I can't figure out how to successfully hack that. But uh, anyway, uh, but I need a pro action replay, which is the super expensive rare part. But um, okay, so Killer Seven is really crazy and really cool, mm-hmm. and really a testament to Suda stuff. I think the only reason I'm ready to let it go versus a lot of these other things is that it does exist on other platforms. Yeah, I think considering the other tough things we've got, I can I can let this can go easily because it's no there's no difference to this version as it's the same as the PlayStation version. Really. Yes, it is. Although people check it out, it is really cool. Yeah, it doesn't matter it's a great what game. platform you play it on. So um, this is like I felt this is when Super Mario was kind of in its prime with his weirdness, <laughs> but 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 the game was still sort of good. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Um, and I'm really glad that I locked in RE4 because that same argument could <laughs> probably get thrown the same way. But anyway, um, also, I th- I think I want to get rid of Ikaruga. Really? Wow. It's a vertical it's shooter. It's on everything else, yeah. No, it's not because it's on everything else. It's a vertical shooter, and um, it's hard to see in the resolution that you get it in. Mm-hmm. It's just a better way to play it elsewhere, especially on a widescreen you can turn sideways, which you can mm-hmm. do um, on PC and on 360, mm-hmm. which is a very cool way to play it. Um, so we'll drop that one. <laughs> Soul Calibur 2 I kind of want to get rid of for the same reason. Link is cool. He's not that cool. Yeah, Soul it's, Calibur it's just, 2 it's is just a fine on every console. Yeah. Um. 
Okay, I would, so... I would say Bloody Raw is better than Soul Calibur, just for me. Wow, <laughs> wow. I'm glad we didn't have that discussion. Um, all right, so next up we've got Lost Kingdoms. What's Lost Kingdoms? Well, Lost Kingdoms, Fred, is a, <laughs> it's an RPG um, that's card-based, basically. It's real-time. It's a real-time action kind of RPG. Um, I... I this is this is going to be suddenly just sounding like completely sort of noobish to this sort of genre, but I've not really played a game like this before, and it seems it's quite it seems quite unique. It's also an Activision game as well. Activision, um, who by the way I think they published um, Bloody Roar as well on that on that note. So they were they were actually back in the day that it, it wasn't about Call of Duty. It was about about these unique games. Um, so Lost Kingdom is basically you play as this female character and you it, it's real time as well. I mentioned that already, but you basically it's, it's kind of like a dungeon crawler where you go from uh, point to point. Um, you encounter enemies, you go into kind of like a, a sort of a walled off area with these enemies and then you attack them with cards in real time. So the cars will do specific things like it'll be, you'll summon like a monster instantly, which will like hit the enemies um, or whack them or it might summon a magic spell. You, um, some of the cars have like about four uses. One of some of them will only be used once, but they're like really hard, like really strong magic. It's just something quite unique, but I know that this game's sort of uh, doing a little bit. So of is it free movement? Yeah. Yeah. You free movement. Absolutely. It's not like turn-based or anything. So it's um, just when you do actions, you use cards to do them. The, um, the cards, basically, you have four cards at once. You have 30 cards in total um, in your deck, um, but they'll get flipped out. and they, they correspond with the four buttons on the GameCube controller, you know, the, um, the mm. Y, X, and the A, and the B buttons. And you basically will press them in accordance with the buttons, but once the card is burned out, like, some, like I said, some of them only have one use, some of them have three uses, um, then a, a new card will be flipped in its place. And then obviously, if you run out of cards, then you're screwed. <laughs> so, but, but, um, right. But you can um, you can sort of you know fill up you know your you can like you know, gather crystals to get more uses out of the cars and everything. Um, I believe you can play this game. I believe I haven't got to. Um, you can play this with two people at the same time as well, which is pretty cool. Um, yes, it's possible. I've seen it. But um, just the reason I just kind of talk about this game, I'll, I'll, I'm going to spoil it right now. But I don't think this game is worth. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be on the top ten list because it does have flaws, and it's certainly not a game for everybody. Um, you know, it's it, but it's just unique is the main sort of the main selling point I'm giving here, and I I've just kind of enjoyed my time. I believe it got a sequel on the GameCube as well. Uh, Lost Kingdoms two. Yep. Yeah. Lost Kingdoms two. Most people are saying the sequel is the better game. Yeah, which is what I've heard as well. But I don't own the second game. That's fair. That's fair. Um, it's a cool idea. I think we are going to scrap it, but it's a cool idea. Uh, I'm I got it wrong as well. It's um. The two-player is not co-op. It's um versus mode. Sorry. Oops. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm seeing two people here, but. Mm. All right, <clears throat> and what are your thoughts on Mario Sunshine? Am I alone here particularly liking that game? I, I kind of dig it, to be honest. I mean, if you were to class it against every Mario game, it's not, not my Not against every Mario game, but how about every game on this list? Because we got to knock out to five, and we got about 15 minutes to bring it to, ten, <laughs> to, to our top ten. So does it make – does it beat most of these other – here, let me tell you what's on the list still. Yep. Eternal Darkness, F-Zero GX, Luigi's Mansion, Metroid Prime, Paper Mario, Rogue Squadron 2, Super Mario Sunshine, Animal Crossing, PN-03, Super Smash Bros. Melee, and Wind Waker. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, this is tough. Um, I mean, I'm... 
I, I like Super. I like I like I like Sunshine a lot in terms of its. Again, it, this is like that period of game. Okay, where... I'll shoot my own kid. Super Mario Sunshine's out. I'm also taking out Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Yep. Listening sure. over that list, I'm willing to do that. Not in the interest of time, but just just conceding the ones I don't want to hold on to. Yeah. Um, does PN03 beat most of these on this list, in your opinion? No. <laughs> be, no, pretty, so it doesn't make awesome it. If it got on the list, though, yeah. Do you want it on the list? Uh, you're going to nah, have nah. to help me guide this because I've not played it. Nah, nah, nah. That's, that's, that's not good off the list. Yeah. Like, it's a game it's, nobody's heard of, so, like. Hmm. But at the same, so it'll get. But it featured, is a game I But it's got to be out. a game when people grab that is like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah! Like it's not awesome. No, not, not everybody's going to grab this and okay. say fuck yeah, especially not today as well. Especially if nobody's played it now, and some people are playing this after playing you know, newer games. <laughs> yeah, All right. Nostalgia um, was on for this one. <laughs> how strong are you on melee? I'm not that strong, actually, to be honest. I kind of just put Melee on here because I guess the, um, I did have a lot of fun with it, to be honest, on the GameCube. Of all the Smash Brothers games, this is... I know it sounds really tough, just like uh, very mainstream for me to say this, because I know everybody says Melee's the best, but I did have a lot of fun with this game. It was, Melee it was, may it was, be the best Smash Brothers. Yeah. I just didn't like it any at, at all, and I didn't like any of the other ones either. So uh, I would maybe agree it's with you. the I'm best of the, the games I don't Smash really Brothers care guy. for. Um, I don't know. But I, I, I like I w- real fighting games. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I think we can eliminate Melee. Okay. I know some people will go, that is crazy, because this might be some people's number one. This is like our Sonic 2 being eliminated from there. I know, <laughs> I know. That's the one we're going to see shit for. So just don't write that email right now. We know. Instead, <laughs> write us your list. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's see here. Uh, F-Zero-GX, Luigi's Mansion, Metroid Prime, Wind Waker, Rogue Squadron 2, Animal Crossing. Already I'm going to say one of these things is not like the other. Animal Crossing? Well, hold on. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Anyway, hold on. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Actually, we only have to get rid of one. Uh, We've gotten that. ourselves down to only needing to get rid of one. So which one do you think needs to go? You you're putting up Animal Crossing. I'm only putting up Animal Crossing because I've just not I've not played it. Oh wait <laughs> wait, wait. All... sorry. Two because there's also Eternal Darkness. Oh, do you want to do that? So um, here's can... the thing with Animal Crossing. I'll yeah. tell you right now. So the big thing with Animal Crossing is what it did first. So um, is that like you you have this living, breathing town. And back when it first came out, it was so fascinating to, you didn't know about this and you didn't fuck with the clock. Like we knew you could fuck with the clock, but we chose not to fuck with the GameCube clock. So there was something fantastic about like, now it's a burden because so many games do it. But before when your cell phone wasn't begging for your attention and your cell phone games didn't exist and all Mm. this stuff, there was something really cool in 2003 about running home after work on 4th of July and seeing fireworks and animals crossing like you even thought it was goofy to say to your friends then like your gamer friends you were like i can't believe i'm getting into a game to see fucking fireworks when i'm mm-hmm. right after that can i go <laughs> on my rooftop and watch fireworks but there was something about it that was so cool and um getting gifts and making people happy and talking to the mm-hmm. town and doing stuff it's also not paced like um Animal Crossing is now where it's so sub, you know, hyper divided. You yeah. still had to like wait till tomorrow for some stuff, but nowhere near 
the way like the, the, the portable versions do where it's like, Oh, you're done. You've done 20 minutes of stuff. Like you could play this game for hours a day and it had stuff to do. The last part was the 30 unlockable NES games, not because they were in there, but this is pre virtual console. It was a big deal, whether you liked them or not. And they were not easy to get, especially some of them. Some of them were, some of them weren't. So that was really cool. And you're decorating your house with your NES and you get these gifts that are like games. And you got a Nintendo game, I think, on your birthday as well. Or maybe you got the Nintendo on your birthday, which That's was the cool. thing. There was just a lot of really cool stuff. It was the first time it did it, and it was the first and last time I've cared about that stuff. Um, am, I, am I helping this at all? I, or do you I, still I think that, that's a very strong argument. I quite like that. <laughs> I think Animal Crossing stays. Um, yep. Out of these... Eternal is gone. <laughs> really? You're you're ready to cut Eternal Darkness? I think so. Yeah, we've got to make some tough cuts here. You know, that's the one I'm thinking. Well, the three easy ones for me are Rogue Squadron, Two, F Zero, and Eternal Darkness. Those are the three that, like, if you got to cut them, those are the ones. Mm. The question is, which one stays? Is is that the right three to you as well? Yes, no. I I was gonna say Rogue Squadron I think should stay on the top ten. I, that game is fantastic. It's like okay. it's like to me that's like a definitive Star Wars. Better game. than F Zero? No, I don't know. Well, or is there something else that needs to go? It is. I mean, Prime Mansion, Wind Waker. Like, I, to my knowledge, Wind Waker stays. Um, yeah, Wind Waker. Not played it, but most people will. We'll say Wind Waker stays. Luigi's Mansion is the greatest Ghostbusters game I've ever played. I stand by it 100%. It stays. I, I agree. Yeah, I think Metroid Prime was so fantastic. It's a single-stick shooter, but it was just so cool, and it's not impossible like the second one. So We're, 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 we're selling those ones already. <laughs> so uh, I think those stay. I kind of think Animal Crossing stays. I, I think Eternal Darkness is an easy one to drop because I think that that doesn't quite okay. compete with the rest okay. of these. Eternal Darkness goes. Fine. And so oh, we've got one more. I guess if we're making sort of the tough call, I would say, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I think F-Zero probably should be on the list because uh, I, I like having a bit, I like having a racing game on the list as well anyway. See, uh, for some reason, I'm ready to give up F-Zero over Rogue Squadron. Really? <laughs> That's a weird one. That's a... Fuck. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? Or we could just go crazy and just like drop. <laughs> no, I don't know which one to drop though because they're all so strong at this point. That's nah, great. Let's just. Uh, I, that, I could that... drop. I'll drop Animal Crossing. Really? <laughs> it's like cool for what it was, mm -hmm. but the flip side of what we do here is going back to it now. Okay. And I don't think people are going to go back to it now, and there's very little draw for the NES games, and we've kind of all seen it before. Mm. It was cool that it did it once, but they kind of bled it. Okay. Rogue Squadron, they really never went back to after this. No, that, well, that's, that's what I think. That Three was... Probably still be on the list. And I played it just before we did the show as well. F-Zero GX is probably, <laughs> aside from the SNES version, the only time I really liked an F-Zero game. Mm. It's such a good fucking racing game it's on that console. It's really good. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's... Well, so 
So you say it's either Rogue Squadron or F Zero unless I give up Animal Crossing. Well, yeah, I, I, I yeah. If you're if you're happy to get rid of Animal Crossing, let's keep both of them. Then 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 we're on our ten then. Yeah, for my personal taste. Again, this is down to our personal tastes. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Cool. I'll I'll cut Animal Crossing. Um. So okay. So we're down to ten. <laughs> I think so. Hold on, I'm making sure. Uh, I'm doing it with pen and paper. So, uh. Which I know, or what? Not what people do, but whatever. Well, uh, it's cool. It is a retro yeah. podcast, after all. Yeah, <laughs> you should see how much I've scribbled all over this stuff, and the the things like bullshit that I write on some <laughs> of your stuff. And okay, yes, okay. So here's our ten that we're gonna debate over. Mm-hmm. We're apparently gonna finish this up in 10 minutes i don't know but anyway that would it all right super monkey ball pikmin resident evil 4 chibi robo resident evil the remake f-zero gx legend of zelda wind waker luigi's mansion metroid prime and star wars rogue squadron 2 i'll put chibi robo low if you'll put super monkey ball low oh god (laughs) (laughs) uh i was gonna say i was gonna say um since that we were struggling i thought we were gonna put we put uh, f-zero in star wars low instead of like the debatable ones okay i'll put chibi robo under those okay so if i'm willing to do that that's probably means it's that's number 10 10. right okay um so that's locked in you think Star Wars and F Zero? I can definitely put F Zero low. I guess that'll be nine, mm-hmm. right? Is there anything you think? It's a great game, but yeah. these games are better. Um, F Zero nine. Rogue Squadron. I'm not so sure about. I'm a, I'm gonna have a hard time putting Rogue Squadron underneath Super Monkey Ball or Pikmin. But that doesn't mean that I have final say. I'm not the I'm not mm-hmm. the only one here. What Super Monkey Ball you? is pretty damn awesome. <laughs> you I'm want saying. it higher, okay. You want it it's like, upper five? No, I, I was thinking kind of five, really, for about that for that one, like midway. Five? You want yeah, it right in the middle? Or six. Okay. Or six? Mm-hmm. Well, which is it, five or six? We have got... <laughs> yeah. I want to know what you're fighting for before I place it. <laughs> I'll say five, then. Yeah, <laughs> well... I'll tentatively put it in five. I'm not locking it in yet. <laughs> so Pikmin, you think Pikmin is think, not eight? Oh, no. I think Pikmin's great. <laughs> okay. Four. <laughs> so, four, three. Wow. You think Pikmin's above Super Monkey Ball? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I kind okay. of do. Of Where do you think Wind Waker's at? That's a tough one. I mean... I'm kind of, I know it sounds controversial to people, but I'm kind of thinking of Wind Raker just a little bit lower. Um, okay. Bottom five? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Um, it's a fantastic game. I love the art style of this game. And I, and I was one of those people, even back in the day when they showed this, reveal the art style, I was on board. You know, I wasn't one of those people who's like, oh, I didn't, you know, oh, where's the realistic Zelda gone? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind it. <laughs> Yeah, people lost their shit over it. And then when EGM did that, or maybe it was, an, I think it was EGM, did the, the realistic graphics thing yeah. for April Fool's Day. It pissed people off again. Like, they forgot how pissed they were. Yeah. Um, the other reason as well, while I was thinking of putting Wind Waker low, because if we're rating it as just Wind Waker and not the fact that it came with um, the Master, que- the master nope, Quest. just but, Wind Waker. Yeah. 
it is a shorter experience when I played through it. It wasn't, I didn't feel oh, it was really? as challenging as um, Ocarina of Time. Um, they're going into it. Really? You think it's shorter than Ocarina? I mean, I don't know. I've not played it. That's how it. it felt to me. I know it seems okay. a bit weird saying that, but um, I think some people, there's nothing people complain about the ship bit in that game. I, I like that, the whole explore, exploration on the, um, you know, the boat. Right, and I'm going to play the HD remake, so I'm not yeah. even the right person to ask. But but I, I did really, I, I really dug the game, but it, I'm, what I'm just sort of saying is an overall experience. It just felt like it was a bit, it was still quite short to me. Um, I don't know. Awkward time just took me so long to finish. So is it eight? <laughs> yeah. Is it eight? Uh, or is gonna... there stuff that belongs? I'm actually happy to put it at eight. Actually, yeah, I would okay. be happy to put it there. Yeah. All right, locked in at eight. Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate now. <laughs> right, just start writing it now. Where are you gonna let me put Resident Evil Four? Yeah, seven. <laughs> That's as high as you're gonna let it go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, come on. I know Resident Evil Four is freaking awesome. I right? like, yeah, on every version it's in, but it, no, I, I think the GameCube is the awesome. You version. think maybe it's the awesomest version? Fuck yes, I do. Right up next to the PC version that just released this year. It's yes, super I absolutely. HD do. Version. Yeah, 1080p. <laughs> rawr. Um, but not you. You, you didn't I, much care I, for the GameCube version? I'm happy. I'm happy if you one of those it, fucking like, Sony fuckers. I, I'm just wondering. <laughs> I, I can't help but thinking that we might have a list which consists of Resident Evil um, one, uh, 1 and 4 being in the top, top of the list. And? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, I think Resident Evil 4 needs to be higher than Remake. Yeah. Let's do that then. Um, how about... Uh, how about um, Oh, let's see. Well, what about remake? Does remake go in the bottom five then, or is that still? I there? like remake a lot. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm there too. I'm there too. In okay. fact, right. I'm thinking the the other three in the bottom five, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. The next three are probably some some shuffling around of Luigi's Mansion, Metroid Prime, and Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I would say so. I say Rogue Squadron seven. Okay, I'll give you seven. Mm-hmm. I'll give you seven. And then I liked Mansion more than Prime. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Okay. So that'd so be six and five. Six for Metroid and five for Luigi. And why don't we put Monkey Ball at four? Yeah, because we're already there. <laughs> Which means Pikmin's free. <laughs> Unless you want Monkey Ball to be five, and we could put Luigi's Mansion as four. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's swap that around, okay. actually. Yeah, put Monkey Ball five. Monkey Ball five. Mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion's four. Just because I Luigi's Mansion is so cool. That game I really awesome. like that game. If you guys haven't played that game. All right, so then we've got, what, 3, 2, 1? And that's Pikmin Remake and Resident Evil 4. <laughs> I, just, I just think Pikmin is just so original. Yeah, we have got that. <laughs> that's, Do you think Pikmin's number really one? Do you think Pikmin's number one? No, it's not really. You don't, okay. But, so um, you think Remake is number one? I feel, I know, I feel Remake is number one, so... And I feel Resident Evil 4 is number one. Wow. So I think we're going to have to figure that one out first. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. We got, we got, we got comments in the done. chat. Man- Resident Evil is greater than Prime. <laughs> Heresy is. Yes, that's right. All, <laughs> the hate begins. Uh, it's fair. It's fair. Again, contact GamingHistory101.com or go to the contact link at the website. Give us your top 10 and we'll do it in the community cast. Uh, We definitely want the community's input and not just ours. But this particular one is ours. But yes, I'll give it up to AllGames16905. He says, Mansion over Prime? Heresy. Here's Um, the problem we have, Brad, is that Remake is freaking awesome because this was a redo of 
probably I'd say one of our both our favorites of games on the PlayStation. But just four was the first time since Resident Evil One that they did something new. I would completely they solved agree. the survival it's, horror in yeah. 3D problem. They did. It, it was a, it was phenomenal. That first experience playing four was just mind blowing. You know where you just thought, "Wow!" And I'm um, sorry, I hands down thought it was better than every Resident Evil that came before it the first time I played it. I would agree. Yeah, I would actually agree with that. To be honest, um, it just it was a breath of fresh air. It was something different, and it, it just so felt we like, agree. It's number one. Mm, oh, yeah, I think you're kind of selling me there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry to throw it out there like that. No, but no, I... no, yeah. No, I completely agree. I mean, if we're talking about those initial impressions, it, I think it's it's a tough call for these because I think they're both great games. Well, um, and the yeah. hard thing for me that I see, I think, from you is Resident Evil 4 has been released everywhere. That's the problem. I think that's the problem for me is it's been so tainted. And it's not just that. It's also um, what happened after 4 is the problem. It did start a legacy. It it, (laughs) It it, is less of a horror game, although it has lots of... it's very atmospheric. It has a mix. Actually, it has a mix, right? Because I the first the town is great, and that cha- uh, the revving chainsaw the man, chainsaw like, guy, was crazy. <laughs> well, and also there's parts that scare you. Remember, like I, especially playing through it recently, like the 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 maze with the dogs. Yeah. The, was- there's just all kinds of stuff where, like, when that that wall comes out of the way, and there's a guy with a rocket launcher there. Like, there's equal parts of that, and then there's equal parts like the whatever the big guy is. And you're fighting two of him, and one of them's got a helmet on, and you're in the lava pit by the end. You know, El Grande or something. (laughs) El Gigante, yes. So yes, and I understand that they're going to taint it even more by re-releasing it again on PS4 and Xbox One in a couple months. But and um, you can save the dog. (laughs) You can save (laughs) the dog. Oh, how about how about somebody who is your part? Who is your pointless partner that actually listens to you? But she listens to you. It's it's a semi-successful escort mission. She in gets into the jar. Nobody touches her. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the other thing I was going to say as well. It did one, it first. One, one other moment I, I like. I think I think we've pretty much landed this as number one. But the other moment I really really liked about um, four was in uh, I think it's in chapter five with that yeah you know, like spiked monster that did the really weird noise where it's like and it, that was just yes. terrifying for the time. We had to shoot it with the infrared. <laughs> and if you'll recall, that was in the uh, the commercial. That yeah. was the, the the very uh, jarring character in the commercial. But all right, so yeah, then but, well, we got remake, remake is great though. Um, I do. I still. I still highly recommend remake to everybody. And um, GameCube, um, the GameCube version that felt so ahead for the graf- graphical capabilities. You know. Yeah. Well, but 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 RE four. But RE four is better. <laughs> uh, well, no, no, I'm just saying, like. So is Pikmin above remake? I say no, but if you say yes, I'll concede it because I just talked you into four. Nah, I'll put, put, put remake it too. <laughs> remake it too? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So All right, I'm in. This list. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. Start writing your shit right <laughs> now. Really. All right, so here is ours. Oh, God. Go to contact or write into contact at GamingHistory101.com. Um, our top ten is... Top 10 GameCube games. Number 10, Chibi-Robo. Number 9, F-Zero GX. Number 8, Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Number 7, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2. Number 6, Metroid Prime. Number 5, Super Monkey Ball. Number 4, Luigi's Mansion. Number 3, Pikmin. Number 2, Resident Evil The Remake. And number 1, Resident Evil 4. And anybody who listens to us should have no... 
should just be shocked that Resident Evil, like the the six games on the GameCube, yeah, the top ten <laughs> aren't the top six. Anyway, um, but there you go. There are your GameCube games. Let us know what you think. Uh, we'll do a community cast. It'll be an extra credit, but we'll yeah. put them together in a community cast. Um, the way we do that is actually by a point structure. Your number, t- Give us your top 10 in order. Your number 10 gets one point. Your number one gets 10 points and everything in between. We add them all up, and then we do our community top 10, but we do read off everybody's list so everything gets its credit. Uh, next week, we're going to come back, and we're going to do the history of VR as well as Remedy. Mm. Um, and Jam, I wanted to do, we didn't have any listener mail, so definitely write in if you want to say anything, especially about these games. Um, we already did get one from Andy, so please mm-hmm. join him. I want at least 10, 10 people along for the ride. And there might be a fun and glorious GameCube prize for you if you do participate. Um, it's going to buy you P&O free. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm not. Actually, it's super <laughs> rare over here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, Jam, I know you wanted to talk about Turok 1 and 2 coming to Xbox oh, yeah, One. Yeah, um, but those are coming, so woohoo, look for those. Turok 2 has not come out on PC, no matter what GameSpot's told you, so uh, that's probably a little more ways off. But anyway, we'll come back next week and talk. But yeah, we're going to do a history of uh, retro VR games and Remedies history next week. It's two smaller topics, so they can consolidate into one. But in the meantime, uh, come join us here at All Games every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check us out at GamingHistory101.com. Um, anything else you need to pimp before we get going? Oh, I think that's it, man. All right. Well, until next don't, week. Don't hate oh. us too much. <laughs> yeah, don't hate us too much. Um, all right. <laughs> right? <laughs> all righty. Well, with that, we'll say peace out.